everyone, and welcome to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single follow-up boy song. I am your first host of the week, Tracy. And I am your sophomore host of the week, James. And I am your comeback of the year host, Aaron. <laughs> no? Yeah, no, no we're that not, was We're perfect. not there yet? We're not there no, yet? No, we... We're Wrong there album. in spirit. We're so close. We're so close. I can see We're it so on the page. I felt it, though. You can see how like excited it. we are to get to the next album. Yeah. Which will be happening. I just can't wait to be done with this garbage album. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> this is still a good album. It is. We have a bit of an interlude in between, uh, in between that and this, though. Yeah. That's true. This is a special day, a special week, a special year, a special month. It's not. It's a terrible year and a terrible... Anyway, so we are talking about the last song on the album, Take This to Your Grave. <laughs> We've been doing that. I don't know why I do this every time. <laughs> We've been doing this album for a while now. The point is, the song is called The Patron Saint of Liars and Fakes. May I talk about the title real quick before we get to the lyric? Sure. Let me just uh, take us down a early 90s book route. Um, oh, is I this the it. thing? So, this is the thing. So um, thing. my mother-in-law and or her wife, probably her wife, she's more of the reader, uh, has a book called The Patron Saint of Liars. Um, <gasps> so I looked it up and it is the debut novel by Ann Patchett, uh, who most famously wrote the book Bel Canto, uh, which won a bunch of, bunch of awards and stuff. I've never read any Ann Patchett that I know of, but... Um, this novel focuses on a young woman named Rose who abandons her life in California as a married woman. She leaves for Kentucky and takes residence at a home for unwed mothers that is owned by the Catholic Church. As she watches girls give birth and disappear from the home, she must think Jeez. of her own plans and what the future has in store for her. And uh, I just made a connection um, to this song, which is in the drop D chord. Um, mm hmm and they said that the this song is in this particular chord because they wanted to give a preview of the sound that you could expect on the next album. And in fact, our lawyers made us change the name of the song so you would so we wouldn't get sued. Is also in Drop D. So oh, I love their continuity. Yeah, a lot. So this is so uh, this also is about Fall Out Boy thinking about uh, their own plans and what the future has in store for them, like the protagonist of the book, The Patron Saint of Liars. Let's do the lyric. That is like, okay, hold on. That's such like, I am so glad we're doing this podcast because these are things that I never would have like figured out on my own. And they're, I mean, like I'm the queen of not getting references, honestly. Like I'll, you know, I get references if it's, you know, a thing that I'm into, but that's such a narrow, yeah. <laughs> narrow range of things. And like. James especially, like, you just have, like, this wealth of knowledge about things and references <laughs> and whatever. So it's like there are all these things where I'm like, ha ha, oh, this is just Fall Out Boy being Fall Out Boy. And you're like, well, actually, <laughs> this is a very deep reference to something else, and it branches out in 50 different directions. I'm like, cool. Most of the time, <laughs> that's because that I'm out. like, we're about to do the show. I wonder if this is a reference to something. Ah, yes, it is. That's, yeah. This one wasn't because I'd seen it on her shelf. Um... Yeah. But I didn't I'd never looked it up until today. So 
Also, yeah. I did look up if there is a patron saint of liars and or fakes, and there is not. Really? So, That's uh, interesting. Yeah. That kind of surprises me. I would have thought that... I thought there was a patron saint There's for everything. There's a saint for everything, yeah. I did uh, just go on Wikipedia and uh, control F liars or fakes. So maybe it would be under like mm. dishonesty or something like that. Okay. But. True. I, that was literally a uh, a two second thing that I did um, after looking up that book and sort of looking up the rest of her career and kind of reading a little bit of the synopsis. I was working hard at work today, you guys. It's just I'm very focused oh, and no, uh, a great worker, and Proud of you. they're lucky to have me. Hey, if any of our Damn listeners right. know if there's a patron saint of liars slash synonyms for liars, let let us, let us know on Twitter. Um, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I would, I would be interested. I, I can't believe that there isn't. But there's a, and this also connects to. I mean, the very concept of a patron saint, of course, is a Catholic thing, which connects to Patrick Stump's sort of Irish Catholic background. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but the fact that they named this song, at least inspired by, uh, this very sort of Catholic, like the book has a review from like the Catholic magazine or whatever um that was like this book is great oh the pope or whatever like i like yeah (laughs) um so to have like i know that like a patron saint at all is going to be a catholic thing but like i think it's interesting to to reference uh, i have to imagine they they were referencing this book and it wasn't just a coincidence i don't know maybe maybe it's just a coincidence of like but I think the patron saint of liars is such a is not something you get to naturally. Anyways, this is all right. Whatever. Thank you for saying that though, Tracy. I I, I appreciate those kind mm-hmm. words. They are yours. So <laughs> there is uh, words in the there song. There sure are. Yes. Um, and I think Aaron is going to tell us just a select few of them. I am. So our selection for this week is as follows. So, and when it all goes to hell, will you be able to tell me sorry with a straight face? I, I like that. Now, this is a, this is a repeated, ref, this is a refrain in the song that I really, really appreciate, especially as a, as a closing song refrain. Yes. This feels very conclusive. Yeah. I think this is a good oh. ending song for this album. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, can we first talk about the word so, which I nearly took out of the yeah uh, out of the line that we were going to read because I was like, it doesn't make any sense. But then I went to the lyrics and it's and it's it's not the end of the previous line. It's literally the word so by itself. And then it goes into and yep. when it all goes to hell. And I just don't understand why it's there. Yeah, I don't. Either. And they sustain it, too. It's not like a short so, it's Patrick so, like, yeah. very, you know, Patricky. So and and are accomplishing the yeah. same thing in this line. Yeah. But they're both for right. sure there. Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> they make it known. They, like, they could have just cut the and, extended the so by a beat right. or two, and it right. wouldn't. So when it all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird the way they chose to do that. And like Fall Out Boy tends to do a lot of like weird acrobatics with words, but this doesn't feel right. like right. that. This it, it like this isn't this isn't the same type of 
acrobatics that they do in especially later albums where you can tell that they're twisting words in on themselves and Patrick is singing things so fast that you're not entirely sure what he's saying. This is something else entirely. And it's, it's very strange. Also, the word so goes so easily into the word when. Yeah. That that and is there to break it up. And I have to, here's my guess. Here's my theory. I think this is for, uh, pogoing. I think this is for this is for jumping along with the with the refrain. Because the difference between so when it all goes is that no one knows when you're going to get into the when cuz you could hold that forever. But having that and is like breaking up the so and the when That's true. so that you can so it's like it almost gets a a change of rhythm into the song. Um, to go into the chorus yeah. or to go into the refrain rather that's the only thing i can think of um because as a word as a thing you read hey aaron you read it beautifully oh thank you and you made it make the most sense that i could have ever like i think that anyone could have had like reading it but it doesn't that so doesn't make sense and it's not how people talk it's not how people write it's not how people sing it doesn't it has to be a rhythm thing yeah and that's that's my only guess same i do get a feeling from it like i definitely like it like i've never really i mean i haven't looked at the lyrics like this in a very long time so it's like i it it never really felt weird to me it always felt very natural like it was a very clear like cut like just kind of like a you sit down like so yeah and when it all goes to hell like it, it like you're almost continuing an argument but you're stopping like the so right kind of thinking yeah i um, I also like that from like a rhyme perspective, sometimes I have trouble hearing what lyrics are because I'm so interested in what words are they rhyming with other words. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, Pete or Patrick, whoever it is that wrote this, I'm assuming Pete, um, is doing something intentionally with rhyming the word hell and tell, mm-hmm. but tell mm-hmm. isn't the end of the, the line. Yeah, the way I... So like, you're like, will you be able to tell me you're sorry like you have to it's already going on right past the rhyme yeah i i read it the way it's written not the way they yeah well i i I read it as a complete thought not the way they sing it which is so and when it all goes to hell will you be able to tell me sorry with a straight face well and they they drag out sorry Sorry with right. a straight yeah. face. On the lyrics, it's sorry with a straight face. And I always hear, tell me your You're sorry. sorry I've sing, I, when face. I sing it just I now, I hear, hear your, your too. I don't know if it's there or not. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't think I ever hear your. It's weird. It's another instance of a word that, that helps you. Because tell me sorry as opposed to tell me your sorry. Like there needs to be another beat yeah. there. It's like the opposite of that and. I also had another thought about the word so while Tracy looks this up real quick. Okay, so in the song uh, I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. um, he does this thing where he hums before he sings each verse. Mm-hmm. And that's him yes. getting the note of the next verse because it's cha- it's always changing. It's going up, it's going down, whatever. And he establishes for the band where, like, the, or the band establishes for him. They establish and get it straight where we're going to be singing next time and playing. 
the so almost feels like so and when like we're gonna be here i'm singing here yeah pete you need to be playing your bass here well so if i can (laughs) make a quick note (laughs) like a bass duh (laughs) um the genius page says that the song represents significant growth for the band as patrick had to grow into a previously untapped vocal range this is where he did the soul vocals Mm. is it that uh that uh this must be that like, that's what they're talking about because that's that's what um that was the difference that they talked about in that panic of the disco drunk history where he used to just sing sort of like a pop pop punk singer or whatever but once he found out he could sing like a soul singer it changed fall out boy forever and i can hear that in this song oh see i thought that that happened yep. like between albums which goes back to though our conversation of the change over the whole album, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, where they start in one place and they finish in a yeah. completely different. Place right. If this produ- if this was the last song they recorded for for the album, I don't know if it was. Um, right. It. I would almost like if this was like you're like, huh? You know how uh, Page and Saint of Liars and Fakes that song we wrote for our album, Take This to Your Grave, I sort of sang things differently. I think I'm going to try and sing like that a little bit more on the next one. I would count that as a between albums, like, shift. Yeah, yeah I guess I had so been I thinking that, that it right. happened literally between albums. Like, this album sounds right. one way, and then between right. the albums, he was like, I'm going to try this new thing that I haven't tried before. Right. But... Because, like, actually the so that he sings, at, when he holds it for long, it's a little bit like um, in The Phoenix. Yeah. It's sort of like a preview of The Phoenix. Yeah. I can't think of what how it goes, but, like, he holds a note, like, there, too, as almost like a, a flex of, like, check uh, out hey, these. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, it used to, you know, actually, people don't know this. Uh, we'll get to this with the... Uh, uh, save rock and roll but it used to be so young blood <laughs> they really like the word so <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna play it so we can find out if there's yes. yours in here <laughs> nope i don't think he says it i don't think See, he I even says me you're... will you be able to tell sorry with a straight face is what it sounds to me like he's saying he definitely swallows that me yeah for sure. Yeah. See, hear me. Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me you're. I hear a you're. Like, tell me you're sorry. Tell me you. Yeah. Tell me you're sorry with a straight face. <laughs> That's funny. That I mean, he def. I definitely have always sung your, and I never realized I did. Yeah. Tell me but it's a. Sorry. It's in a space between to quote Dave Matthews Band, um, where nothing is is being said. That's funny. Yeah. I think that there's a cool self-deprecation thing going on. It's not if it all goes if it all goes to hell. It's when it all goes to hell. Yeah. And will you be able to See, tell me you're sorry with a straight? Will you be able to tell me sorry me yeah, sorry with a straight <laughs> face? Um, <laughs> Thank you. Is like like I know that you won't mean it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yes. it's like when my yeah. kids say sorry and they don't mean it, and it's like. <laughs> yeah, the concept of on. sorry. The the word sorry combined with the phrase straight face is interesting to me because it's not. Yeah. I mean, like you can say anything with a straight face, but sorry isn't something that you typically hear associated with that phrasing. Right. And so it. Because the idea is that they're laughing. Yeah. Like, and can so you, it, can you say sorry without laughing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It feels very like the whole like sorry. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, and, and I mean I'm I'm assuming what they mean is, you know, will you be able to tell me sorry and mean it, you know? Right. But it Yeah, will you be sincere? Yeah, the phrasing yeah. of it feels very twisty fallout boy words, even though really yeah. it's not. It's just Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a perfectly normal turn of phrase just coupled with a word that you don't typically put with it. I really like in songs where uh, they have a. I like dialogue in songs that it's hard mm-hmm. to tell that that's what's happening until you listen to it a couple times where you're like, oh, this is someone else talking. Yeah, I get it now. Like uh, I was listening to um, the Kendrick Lamar album, uh Good Kid, Mad City, and I realized that this one song is from the perspective of someone completely different, and I was like, "Oh, this makes sense now." Like it was, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's being someone else." It's like, um, I don't know. I, I like, I like sort of the literaturization of of lyrics that you can find in in. I think a lot of bands that yeah. bands and artists that are my favorites, like they have really good writable lyrics, yeah. and I love putting quotes in in lyrics that i'm writing like yeah gotta put a quote there yeah yeah do we want to wrap up the our thoughts on the album as a whole and then do some social media because we're running a little long yeah Uh, well my my thoughts on this album are i continue to like it i can totally see how it kind of blends together i semi think of it as about a seven song album um yeah but some of the songs blend together. Yeah. Like I think of uh, Reinventing the Wheel to Run Myself Over and The Patron Saint of Liars and Fakes, I think as basically one song. Interesting. I don't really skip any songs on this uh, and it flies by and I think it's a jam, but I think that we will see much more variety from here on out. This is one that I think of as not being one that I like all that much and it is further down on my like if I were going to rank fallout boys albums this would be further down on the list for me but when I'm actively listening to it I like it a lot more than I think I do when I'm just thinking about it I would agree with that assessment I I think I think the lyrics grow as they do and so this one just feels not like I I like it I like listening to it but the the lyrics Mm -hmm which is my favorite part of the Fall Out Boy songs, is the Fall Out Boy songs. Yes, that is what I said. Right. The lyrics, which is which are my favorite part of Fall Out Boy songs, seem to not have the depth and Fall Out Boyness on this album that yeah. later albums have, which I think is why, I, it, yeah. why it just is further down on the list for me personally. But I still yeah. like it. I like listening yeah. to it. It's a good. It's a good album to uh, have on my running playlist because it's right. very, very right. upbeat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think for me, I have like a greater appreciation for this album after talking about it. Um, when I would just like, if I was like having to choose which CD to listen to, I wouldn't listen to this one as much. Mm. But now I have all my Fall Out Boy songs on a playlist all together, so I tend not to skip them. Yeah. Um, if they come up, unless it's Grenade Jumper, which I might have. I can't, I don't know if I have it on the playlist because I know I don't like it or if I put it in there for posterity. I have no Just idea. so you can hit that skip button every time it comes up. <laughs> Get your little thumb workout. Like I have to have it on there because it is a Fall Out Boy song. Yep. <laughs> but 
No, I don't know. I I like that we talked about the the this last song being almost like a preview for From Under the Cork Tree. Yeah. Because that is how I think of the last three songs from Calm mm-hmm. Before the Storm. Calm Before the Storm onwards. It feels different. So mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah, but I, I think the lacking of the depth, like they're starting to get into the wordplay and stuff, obviously, like right. it's very, it's fallout boy, definitely, but it's developing, which is, I mean, it's like their, you know, first major yeah. album. So yeah. It's, yeah. All right. It's a good starting place. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Overall, good. Though, so. Yeah. And I would, if we're doing a running on a, on Cool Breeze Over the Mountain, they do like a running ranking. Uh, I would rank it mm-hmm. above Fallout Boy's Evening Out with Your Girlfriend. Agreed. Like, yes. it's on my phone and I do listen to it. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And for me, it's like, what is that on my desk? Oh, right. That Fallout Boy uh, album we did for that one show and that's it. Yeah. Um, so let's do social media. Yep. You can find this show on Twitter. And the way that you do that is type the words thanks for the lyrics pod into your Twitter, then go through and systematically remove anything that is a vowel, copy them into a word document, um, save it for later, print it out and throw it uh, at an enemy. (laughs) Then uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, Individually, uh, we can be found on Twitter. Uh, I actually just tonight uh, posted my top five albums by the Hella Mega headliners, um, like top mm. five from Green Day, top five from Weezer, and top five from Fall Out Boy. Um, on my Twitter handle, which is at Unabashed James. My Twitter handle is at Adeels Warlock. My Twitter handle is at Unabashedly Aaron. We are on the Scavengers Network, uh, and we are happy to be there. Uh, if you want to follow them and find out all the news um, right at your fingertips on your phone or device on Twitter, you can follow them at ScavengersNet. Um, if you're feeling saucy and you want to get on the internet and go to a website that is much of the same information but cooler looking, <laughs> uh, you can go to scavengersnetwork.com. Um, and if you just found five bucks and you're thinking of... Uh, getting on Patreon and using that to support someone. You can support the Scavengers Network on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. You don't have to use five bucks. You can use just two of them uh, each month to get all the bonus content that uh, anyone on the network sees fit to post there. Um, Aaron and I post at least one thing a month. Um, We've posted a bunch of stuff from this show. Um, You'll get access to everything anyone has ever posted on the Patreon uh, when you sign up. Also, when you sign up, you can fill out a Google form uh, that you check off all the shows you listen to on the Scavengers Network. Um, I hope it's more than one, and I also hope that if you would be so kind as to uh, check off Thanks for the Lyrics, uh, we can let Colin and everyone know that people listen to this and like it. Uh, We're also on Twitch uh, doing all sorts of streaming stuff. Tracy and Aaron are streaming up a storm. Colin's doing a Nuzlocke run where he's just killing Pokemon named after us left and right. Um, (laughs) I think it might be cathartic for him because we really piss him off. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, if anything, I think it's giving him a complex because he feels really bad. (laughs) I feel so bad too because... He's our god and it is a burden. (laughs) I'll be watching and he'll be like, so anyways, yeah, this joke. Oh, crap. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. They're dead. (laughs) Like... (laughs) No, Tracy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so you can follow. It's usually her. like, oh, Tracy was really mean to me this week. Thank God she's dead. <laughs> in one just way, Tracy's dead, and that's you. good. But in another way, she's alive, so I don't have to feel guilty about these thoughts. She's messaging me these really rude things. <laughs> Uh, so you can follow all of the Twitch fun from Family Game Nights to Dream Daddy to Detroit Becomes Human, the anthropomorphization of the city of Detroit, I can imagine, uh, the drinking game, uh, <laughs> by following us at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. Yeah, Thursday nights, Thanks. bring your beverage of choice, because, oh yeah. boy. I was hungover last Friday, so I do need to cool it just a little bit. I think the game <laughs> so needs to drink cool Detroit it. Drink Becomes Human. <laughs> yeah, Drink Troit. <laughs> yeah, Drink Troit Becomes Human. <laughs> or Detroit oh. Becomes Drunk, but... Detroit Becomes Hungover. There we go. Tracy Becomes Drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> drunk Becomes Hangover. There we go. We solved it. <laughs> we've, we've solved it once Figured again. it out. I think that's it. That might be all. That might be all. So, uh, oh, there's only one thing left to say. And I'm going to cry. That is, we're ending the show forever now. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> we covered the best album. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I got you all to talk about my favorite album. Screw Infinity on High. Mike throw. Oh. <laughs> Makes me sad. I, I double flipped James off, and I didn't like it. <laughs> no, the only... Um, there only is one thing left to say, and that is, hey, follow up boy. To your grave. Thanks for the lyrics. Get to mine. Take this. Take it to mine. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. I'm just so pleased to be here. Toon Link saw Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? <laughs> oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi. I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan and Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts.